Hey, I'm Jen. In life, I've learned that adversity is a stranger to no one. The way we cope is a huge indicator of our character. We want to make choices from confidence, empowerment, and trust instead of letting our circumstances control us. Let's talk about how. This is episode G, Getting Aligned with Our Inner Self. Hello, thank you for joining me on the podcast this week. I don't have a guest, so you're stuck with just me. Also, full disclosure, this is the second time I'm recording this because I did the thing again where I didn't change the microphone to my USB mic and it was just on default and it was crappy audio. So here we are again. Should be even better, right? (laughs) Hopefully. Okay, so first, naming the emotion. This listener writes in, my landlord is selling our complex, and she writes that she feels anger. Upon further questioning, she said that their landlord is giving them until May to find somewhere else to live, otherwise they'll double the rent. I feel for you. I'm so sorry, especially in this housing market. Good luck. Okay, the next example is mine. When my husband and I were married a year, I registered for a 15k which is approximately 9.3 miles and I trained for it and I looked forward to it and the day came and my husband and I were driving to the race side note I forgot my number you know it has your little tracker and everything so we had to turn around and get it so we were late to the race we were driving up the canyon and all we were driving up the canyon as all the runners were running down starting the race so I started late, so I was already off on the wrong foot. And the race went well. It went great. I loved it. I enjoyed it. It got easier as I went along. And I had my phone with me because I was listening to music. So my husband was texting me encouraging words and things like that. And I told him that the finish line was going to be near McDonald's. So he went to go find a parking spot. And I continued with the race and I finished. I crossed the finish line. I was so proud of myself. And then I was immediately hurt because I didn't see my husband anywhere. Turns out he had taken my text literally and had literally parked by McDonald's. (sighs) I chastised him for not looking for the finish line. Hello, why would it just end and there'd be no people or crowds? But whatever. (laughs) I was hurt for a while, but I moved past it. And then the last one is this listener writes in that she was feeling crazy slash annoyed because her kids constantly fight. Now, I realize that naming the emotion can help, but it doesn't remove the situation. But remember, we're meant to experience the range of human emotions and feelings buried alive never die. So sometimes we just have to let them run its course. Sometimes we just have to let them run their course. With this one, though, I thought I'd attach some new thoughts to try on. That can be the next step. So first naming the emotion and then trying new thoughts. So the ones I found were my challenges help me grow. I believe in me. I choose not to take it personally. I can get through anything. Peace comes from within, not from the circumstances outside of me. So find one that your brain thinks is a little believable and try that instead of ruminating or focusing on the circumstance at hand. Okay, next is my list for the week. 
My list this week is short. (laughs) There's only three things on my list, but hey, three is my favorite number, so it works. They are things I don't see a need for. First is baby monitors. Granted, my husband and I have always lived in pretty small places, so we can always hear the baby or peek in if we need to. But for me, when I put the baby to bed, it's my break. I check out. I am around, but not upfront and aware always, which I know things can happen to SIDS and other things. But if you don't leave anything harmful in the crib, most of the time things should be okay. So I don't really see a need for baby monitors. Maybe you disagree. That's fine. Next is caffeine. Now, before you get all defensive, you could list anything here. Remember, I'm a huge sugar addict, so it can be any vice. But it just seems like some people get so addicted that they need caffeine to function, and that just seems a little out of control. I've tried caffeinated beverages, and they just don't taste good to me, so... It's just one less thing I'm grateful not to have in my life. But again, you can insert anything there. And then the last one is TV series slash sitcoms. I'd much rather watch a movie or read a book. I just think it's silly to watch other people live their lives or pretend to live their lives. But that's my list for the week. This week, I attended a Relief Society activity, and we had a psychologist as a speaker, and they're going to do a series of mental health nights. And this time, we talked about being goal-driven versus value-driven. And I really enjoyed the conversation, so I felt like it would be good to share on the podcast. So the speaker shared an example of two kids riding in the back seat of a car on their way to Disneyland. Now, I'm going to use a fun ice cream shop instead. It just seems more relatable or realistic. You'll see why as I share. But there's going to be two scenarios. So the first scenario is, again, these two kids are in the back seat of the car. One of them is goal-driven. He's just focused on the ice cream shop. When are we going to get there? Are we there yet? So focused on the goal. The next child is value-driven. He is focusing more on the journey. He notices the scenery out the window. He plays some games to entertain himself. They're both going to the ice cream shop, but he is more focused on the journey along the way to get there. Okay, and then the second scenario is they're still both on their way to the ice cream shop. The first one is goal-driven. Are we there yet? When are we going to get there? And his journey is just full of anger and frustration and impatience, annoyance. The second child, again, is value-driven. He looks out the window, sees the scenery, he plays those fun games, he whistles and sings songs, and this time their car breaks down, so they never make it to the ice cream shop. You can imagine that the first child, his anger and frustration is just multiplied even further because his goal was never obtained. The second child had a much more pleasant journey, so not all is lost. He was still able to have a good time. He enjoyed the car ride, all is well. I like this comparison to our lives because it's not that goals are inherently bad, but it's what our focus is along the way, how our journey is, how we respond to setbacks, how we 
are experiencing the journey, what we're learning along the way. Then if you never reach your goal, not all is lost. And if you do reach your goal, great, you had fun along the way. I thought this went really well with alignment and being aligned with our inner selves because it prompts the question, what are our values? What is it that we want internally? And are we aligned with that? What prompted this alignment topic is I saw an Instagram post from Dana, my guest from a few weeks ago. She wrote, am I in alignment with the person I want to be with my job? with my roles as wife, mother, daughter, sister, friend, and neighbor? What needs to change? What shifts should I make? And what does it look like when I've made it there? I love this because it prompts us to get curious. Just like we would be with a friend or someone we're getting to know, we would want to ask questions. We'd want to get to know them. And the same is true for ourselves. We want to figure out what we value, what we are pursuing, And curiosity is the way to do that. Okay, my three quotes for the week. Lately, I've been giving them in series. Hopefully, that's okay. The first is by Steve Maraboli. And he says, A lot of the conflict you have in your life exists simply because you're not living in alignment. You're not being true to yourself. The next quote is by Brian Tracy. And he says, Just as your car runs more smoothly and requires less energy to go faster and farther when the wheels are in perfect alignment, you perform better when your thoughts, feelings, emotions, goals, and values are in balance. And the last one is by Eckhart Tolle, and he says, When the basis for your actions is inner alignment with the present moment, your actions become empowered by the intelligence of life itself. I think I mostly like that one because it says empowered. Okay, so all this is great and all, but how do we do that? How do we align ourselves? What's the process? I feel like that's the missing piece with a lot of things in life. We obtain all this great information. It sounds good. It sounds nice. But where's the how? How do we do this? (laughs) So I came up with an acronym and it's to the word explore because again, we need to get curious. We need to go out. We need to do. We need to find So the first letter, E, is for embrace meekness. And to me, meekness is humility plus patience. It's willing to accept and submit without resistance to the will and desire of God. Now you're probably thinking, God, I thought we were talking about ourselves, our choices, our lives. Well, to me, he's better at knowing what we want than we do. So I want to involve him in the process. (laughs) But it's also being open to others' suggestions, lessons, and insights. Welcoming those into our lives and seeing how they can apply to us. X is for expect a mess. (laughs) This is similar to cleaning and organizing. You know, when you're cleaning the pantry or closet, it seems to get worse before it gets better. That's how it is with our lives. We need to take everything out, look at it, decide what we want to put back, what we want to get rid of. Again, kind of a messy process. P is for plan, but be flexible. As you're working towards your goals, be open to anything that comes along. On my mission, I had several companions that were very slow and intentional. 
And I was the opposite. I had a plan. I wanted to be on time. I wanted to be efficient. Boom, 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 get everything done, get everything in. And I learned a lot from those companions because a lot of the times we met someone along the way. We ended up being in the right place at the right time, even though it seemed like we were slow or late. So again, be open to anything that comes as you're following your plan. L is for listen. In this crazy chaotic world, there's so much noise, 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 noise. Feels like the Grinch. He's <laughs> tired of the noise. So we need to turn down the external and turn up the internal. Listen to our inner selves. Listen to our thoughts. Listen, listen, listen. The next letter, O, goes along with senses. We need to open our eyes. Remember that what you focus on expands. If you're pursuing a goal or looking for a passion, looking for something, your brain will automatically look for information that is relevant for that. So again, open your eyes, pay attention to what stimulus is coming in and what's around you. R is cautionary, respect your limits. As cliche as it is, Rome wasn't built in a day and nothing in nature blooms all year. Take care of your body and it will take care of you. And last but not least, E, embrace you, your quirks, your gifts, even your limitations. There's a reason we were placed here in the place that we are. We're unique. All those things make us who we are. Embrace it. Okay, Whew. I made it through again. Hopefully something I said was helpful. And remember to share this podcast, rate it, review it. Whatever you do is great. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. You can find me on Instagram at is4adversity or email me at genbank16 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you.